ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome in. It's your Tuesday, May 22nd edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. And of course, to the rest of the world, we're all over the place. You can stream us live every day at WRVC.com. And if you can't do that, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn as well. Wherever you get your podcast, that's where you'll find us. Thanks for joining us today. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about West Virginia Power Baseball, our weekly chat with the voice of the West Virginia Power, David Kahn. He's going to get us caught up on what's happening with the Power. Um, They didn't win their series against Lexington. They're still in the hunt for that first place spot in the standings. That's the good news there. But unfortunately for them, it's a three-team race right now. So we're going to get caught up with that. And I'm going to talk to him about, of course, West Virginia's um, best promotion of the year, Legends Wrestling Night. Jim Ross is going to be in town. I'm excited about that. If you grew up on wrestling over the years, you know who Jim Ross is. And Jim was so much a part of the fabric of what made watching Raw fun. Just the outlandish nature sometimes of his calls. I mean, he's a very good play-by-play guy in his own right, so it's not surprising. So he's going to be there for Legends of Wrestling Night. He's going to have the barbecue sauce, the JR's barbecue sauce. And again, if you're a fan of wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you should need to find out. It's going to be a fun night at the uh, ballpark when Legends of Wrestling Night takes place. So David's going to talk to us about the team and what's happening with the the promotions, and of course, we'll get your phone calls in later on, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Last night, we we got some series going on, don't we? So, Game 7, nothing like a Game 7 in hockey, and the Washington Capitals say we will not go quietly in the night. Washington Capitals defeat Tampa Bay. They're going to Game 7, try to wrap this up. The winner will get Vegas in the Stanley Cup Final. I'm glad we're getting one of those series to go to 7. And I, I'm i rooting for Washington. I want to see Washington get to the Stanley Cup Final. Now, I'm pulling for Vegas, but as far as my opponent, and that I'm good either way, but I just want to see Washington get there because... I like Alex Ovechkin. I know that's not a popular stance by a lot of people, especially growing up here in Pittsburgh Penguins country. Still, I like Alex Ovechkin. I want to see him get to a Stanley Cup final, give him a chance to to play for the Cup. And then it's just amazing that the first-year team, the expansion team, has made its way to the Stanley Cup. That's crazy in so many ways, but yet here it is, and I'm just excited for that. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, LeBron James, again, will not go quietly in the night right now. We've got a series between the Celtics and the Cavaliers. I think ultimately the Celtics win this still. I just think they're going to be too strong at home. But LeBron's not going away. When his back's against the wall, he's been pretty good most of his career. Discount those times in the finals where he's lost several of those. Other than that, he's been really strong 
as far as getting his team to where he wants to get them. But we've got a series again, and we'll have most of those games either on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340, our sister station, or as our schedule permits right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So that's what's happening tonight. We've got Pirates baseball. Pirates are coming up. 640 will be our airtime. And also we have got game four, the Western Conference Finals. Over on our sister station, which is Cat Sports, 93.3 and 1340, and that's going to feature Golden State and Houston. Houston needs to win. If Houston can win and get this series back to Houston, I think we've got a series. If Houston does not win, I don't think they're coming back. Golden State starting to surge. We could have a situation where it's Golden State and Cleveland one more time in the finals. Is that what we want as a sports fan? As just a casual sports fan watching the NBA Finals, do we want that same record again? Does it feel as fun as it was when every year was Lakers versus Celtics? Now that, I look forward to that every year. For whatever reason, it was just not old to see the Lakers, and I'm a Lakers fan, play the Celtics in the Finals. It just never got old. I mean, there was a little um, little mix in there as um, as the two teams got older, and you've got new teams coming up. But it was just always fun. It was Lakers versus Celtics. That was the the beauty of growing up as a kid during that time, just watching those two teams. You know, you have Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. I mean, we're gonna get that. Do we have, do we have that same feeling? And it's a totally different vibe now. But I don't know if I want to watch Golden State take on Cleveland. I want Houston to take on Cleveland if I'm going to root. I'm going to root for a matchup, obviously. You know, we carry the Cavs. We want the Cavs to win here. But on the other side, I want Houston. Of course, there's the Dan Tony connection there. That's the reason why I'm pulling for that. But I don't know if I want Golden State and Cleveland. I'm just kind of getting tired of that. Give me something new. Give me Houston. I'll take that. But they've got to do their part, and that's coming up tonight. You can hear that game on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3. And 1340. Later on, we're going to get you caught up on the news of the day. A couple things happening with the Thundering Herd across the board on their teams. And we'll tell you about what's happening there. Also, when we come back from break, we're going to get you into a little baseball mode because David Kahn from the West Virginia Power is going to join us. We'll catch up with him about what's happening with the Power. Look ahead their promotions. And, of course, later on your phone calls, we'll take them. This is The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It's ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's time to welcome to the program the voice of West Virginia Power, David Kahn. He's going to get us caught up on everything power. And I guess we got to start, David, with um, the fact that it may be uh, overhyped this uh, Lexington series with the power. I'm sorry. That's that's on me, man. That's on me. Nothing the team did wrong. It was me. I overhyped this thing. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll be sure to let the team know that. But, no, it was was certainly a tough series in Lexington, but – or against Lexington, I should say, but we are we're in Columbia. One game, one last night, eleven innings, and we're uh, we're looking to get back on a roll. How how short of a memory do these kids have? You you have that series against Lexington. It doesn't go the way you want. Then right back at it on the road. You get that first victory since the uh, 
the series and you know they're moving forward uh, is there any dwelling on their part or are these kids at that point now where they're just next game it, it's definitely a next game mentality thing and I, that's a, a big credit to Wyatt Saragus and our coaching staff just really saying hey look these games do happen there are things to learn from them but you really have to move forward and just continually you know, look towards wh- who you've got next. And, and that's really what this team is focusing on right now. They're focused on Columbia. They're, then they're going to look ahead to Kannapolis and then back to Lexington in a couple of weeks. So, y- y- you know, tough games happen, tough stretches happen. And it's a long season, but this team is, has shown a good job of showing a good resolve, and they're going to continue to move forward and, and look ahead. Feels like they've got a little bit of everything thrown at them this last uh, couple of series. Weather hasn't been cooperating. Of course, that's every day in minor league baseball, major league as well. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely been um, a challenge for them. I think that's fair to say. I mean, yeah, the weather's the weather's just a factor you got to deal with. I mean, there's there's of course been some rain that really affected a couple of series for us, but. You know, it's something that you just got to deal with and, and work along with. And, and as a team, the the power understand that. And as you said, it's a part of minor league baseball. So it's definitely not definitely not something they like dealing with. But at the end of the day, they know they have to. And, and whatever happens, happens. And they're going to play baseball when we can play baseball. Any superlatives? Anybody um, really step up these last few games? Not the result you wanted, but still, uh, anybody's performance you look at and go, okay, they're making the most of this, even though it's not right. It's not good right now for the team. Well, you know, O'Neill Cruz is really playing well in the month of May. He's hitting over 300. It's been really strong to see him kind of just break out here in the month of May after uh, a bit of a, a soft start in August. Uh, Cal Mitchell's having some very solid games for us, and then. You look at guys like tonight's starter, Domingo Robles. He's going three straight quality starts in the month of May. He's actually the only starter on the Powers rotation to make every start he's been scheduled for this year. And so he's been really, really strong. But really, every guy in this rotation that has stepped up has found a way to get things done. Max Kranich last night, his South Atlantic League debut, five, five innings, two hits, one walk against a very, very good Columbia team. So, you know, while some of the results of late haven't been exactly what they wanted them to be, you look at the overall nature of the thing and everything just looks to, looks to be okay. David Collins, our guest from the West Virginia Power. We're looking ahead now, as you mentioned, uh, got the win against Columbia, and that's the opponent for the next few days before you come back home to take on Kannapolis. Uh, what can you tell us uh, about Columbia this rest of the series that uh, will uh, get fans maybe excited to tune in and listen a little bit more to what's going on? Well, it's a race for the top spot in the North Division. That's really like the the thing about it is that Kannapolis leads the division right now by two and a half games. So we need to win those games. Those are those are must win games for us. And the Power are going to be playing at their absolute best. Um, they're you know they're very much you know must 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 win games for West Virginia. And if you know if they don't win those games, there's going to be a tougher tougher road for them to get that first half playoff spot. So from a baseball side, that's what you're looking for. From a promotional side, of course, the marquee event from uh, this upcoming weekend is Legends of Wrestling Night with Jim Ross. We are super excited about that. Jr. is going to be at the ballpark pretty much most of the afternoon and into parts of the game, doing a VIP autograph session and photo session as well as a regular autograph session with the fans a little bit later on. They'll throw out a first pitch. We'll have some books. We'll have some barbecue sauce available for sale, and we're uh, we're very excited about all of it. 
Just from a, a fan perspective, uh, the kids who are on this roster now uh, have any idea of who Jim Roth is, or are they a little <laughs> excited about this, or uh, have we almost got to that point where maybe uh, they're just a little too young to really appreciate who Jim Ross is and what he means to wrestling? We have almost gotten to that point, I think, where they, they these kids are a little bit too young to kind of know Jim Ross and know the legend of him. They really aren't that big of wrestling fans around this power team, um, which is a little bit surprising, but... Uh, I mean, you know, who doesn't there, – there are plenty of people, of course, in West Virginia who know who Jim Ross is and are very, very excited about having him out. So while the players might not know Jim Ross, they're certainly going to definitely, we think, enjoy everything that we're going to have going on with Legends of Wrestling Night, and uh, hopefully they'll get into it. That's probably one of the better Legends of Wrestling Night, I think, uh, that's coming up for the power just because uh, there's such a pedigree with Jim Ross. And as a sports announcer – I'm sure you're just a little giddy, right, about uh, a guy like Jim Ross because you got to be good at what do you do here, and he's pretty good at the sports play-by-play stuff, even if it is, uh, air quotes here, uh, pro wrestling. Yeah, I mean, of course. I, I As an as a announcer, you always like to meet other announcers, and to, to get a chance to meet a guy as legendary as Jim Ross is, is certainly going to be a dream come true. Um, I mean, I'm excited for everyone to get a chance to come in and meet him and, and really get to know him. I've never met him before. I've, I've you know, I, I'm not a massive wrestling fan, but I have heard Jim Ross uh, call wrestling before, and he does a great job with it. So I'm, I'm totally excited. Hopefully, we'll have him on the air for half an inning or an inning or so, and really get to delve into what he does. Okay, that that's right there where I was looking for. Here is he going to be on the air? Will he? We're we're we're, we're certainly trying. We're gonna okay. we're gonna we're we're trying to work it out without with him right now, and uh, we'll we'll see if we make it happen. Now, he'll be on the air as a guest and maybe not as a guest announcer. You, you don't have a roster ready for him, getting ready for maybe a half inning of action, right? I mean, I would do that. Well, yeah, I mean, if he is going to be on the air, we'll certainly get him as prepared as possible. Most likely he would be a guest, uh, okay. not, not a guest announcer. But if he wants to call play-by-play play for an inning, I, I will gladly step aside. I just want to hear him call. I want him to drop a few Jim Ross uh yeah, isms in there. I, I just want. That's one. I, I want to hear a stop the match. I want to hear uh, why. You know. I, you know, all the other things that uh, he just does. I, I just want to hear that in context of a West Virginia Power game. I don't know how he, he would work it in, but I think that would be hilarious. We will. We'll certainly see. I, no. No promises here, but we'll. Uh, we'll see if we can make it happen. David Collins, our guest from the West Virginia Power, the Power are in action, taking on Columbia and then back home for a four-game set against Kannapolis and then uh, back on the road against Lexington. Looking at those standings, um, we, we alluded to a few minutes ago, this has been a pretty tight race up at the top, which you kind of like that if you're just a, a baseball fan. You know, you have a reason to go out and play every day. And, of course, the second half yeah, resets the table, so nobody's a loser if they didn't win the first half. They still have a chance, but still, the difference between Kannapolis, Delmarva, and West Virginia is just a couple of games. Uh, Lakewood could even make a late run if they really found a way to get some more wins. So you've got four of the seven teams in the South Atlantic League Northern Division all still in pretty close contention for that top spot right now. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's going to make it an exciting down the stretch in the final few weeks of the first half. Uh, it looks like it's a three-team a three race right now, but Lakewood could still make a late run. 
And it's exciting because we do play Kannapolis and Delmarva before the end of the first half. So all these games matter and all these games are very important. We're scoreboard watching every night uh, as much as, you know, at least I know myself and and John Kosas are definitely scoreboard watching and we update the broadcast as much as possible. And uh, I know these players are certainly, you know, looking kind of over their shoulder if they can and seeing, hey, what's Kannapolis, what's Delmarva doing? But really they're focused on the task at hand. And that's, you know, if the players keep, if we keep winning, we control our own destiny. David Kahn's our guest from the West Virginia Power. And I guess the good news also is uh, this team is, one, a very good team on the road, and two, been pretty solid in division. And that's what you want to see when you try to catch up with Kannapolis and Delmarva, that you've been pretty solid in division so far. You're right. Yeah, we're 12-4 and on the road, 10-5 and in the division. So you certainly look at those numbers and you, and you see positive signs. Uh, and it really, this team, when it plays, when it's played the top teams in the division before, we took two or three from Augusta, of course, a couple of those wild walk-off wins. Uh, but, you know, we, but we, we play the top teams tough, and, and really we know how to handle good pitching now. We're, we're, we're kind of accustomed to seeing it now at this level, and I think the players are really starting to do it just well. David Kahn from the West Virginia Power joining us, and you've got Legends of Wrestling Night. Let's uh, let's talk about what's uh, happening the rest of the weekend for West Virginia Power fans. Uh if you can't make it out to Legends of Wrestling Night, I'm sure you've got something for everyone this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So Friday we start off with post-game fireworks, so certainly a great way to kick off a homestand in the series opener against Kannapolis. Um, on Sunday, it's a Kids Sunday fun day, and then we're also uh, partnering with MILB's Cover Your Bases Sun Safety Initiative. Uh, the first 500 fans are going to get a sample of Blue Lizard Australian sunscreen. Uh, so for some of those hot summer days, you'll be able to use some of that and test that out and see how you like it. We'll be giving that away on Monday as well, and Monday we'll actually have a Memorial Day game. So instead of Family Buck Night, it is Family Buck Day, and it'll be a 2:05 start on Monday. We will still have all the Family Buck Day specials in in uh, in effect, uh, but that game will be a 2:05 p.m. start. Always fun to to play on the holiday, isn't it? To give a chance to, for fans to come out, and uh, I'm sure that'll be an important game. They're all important, but I'm sure that Memorial Day game will be pretty special for you guys as well. So, of course, we're, we're certainly excited to give fans an opportunity to come out to the ballpark on the holiday. And, you know, what's better than what's better than celebrating Memorial Day with baseball and a hot dog? Now, after the homestand, back on the road, I'm not going to overhype it. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to overhype the Lexington legends there, but uh, um, how mad's this team? I know they, they can't look back, but they can look ahead now. And uh, you can't overlook they, they the division. Want, they want some revenge. No, they, we, we, we certainly want to go get some revenge against Lexington. Uh, Lexington and then Greensboro. But, you know, they're, right now they're focused on this series, and then they'll be focused on Kannapolis, and then they'll look towards Lexington. This, this team is very, very good about keeping its head centered and, and focusing on the task at hand. And right now that, that's beating the Columbia Fireflies tonight. Of course, you can find out more information by logging on to wvpower.com, and you can find out uh, how you can be a part of this. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, I know it's anchored by Legends of Wrestling Night with Jim Ross, but sounds like it's going to be a fun weekend and some really meaningful games being played over the next few days. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I uh, can't wait to find out what happened next week when we get you back on, and hopefully uh, we're talking about maybe a first-place West Virginia Power team at that point. I certainly hope so. We'll uh, we'll look forward to it. David, good catching up with you as always. We'll do it again next week. All right, Paul. Sounds good. That's David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. And, of course, wrestling night is May 26th, and you've got Jim Ross coming in to uh, anchor that. I'm excited for that. Jim Ross is a 
you know, he's not a wrestler, but he's such a part of professional wrestling. If you ever watch uh, Monday Night Raw for years, uh, yeah, he was uh, a mainstay. He was a big reason why it was so entertaining to watch all those years. We're going to take our next break, come back. Uh, we'll get you caught up on what's happening today. Also, take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Let's get you caught up what's happening with Thundering Herd today. Of course, yesterday was the big news. C.J. Burks uh, declaring himself not going to the NBA draft. So that was the big news yesterday. Today... Uh, we go back to baseball and volleyball. A couple of members of the Thundering Herd baseball team got a couple of uh, accolades this week from Conference USA. First of all, Reynaldo Pastrana named first-team all-conference uh, catcher. So, uh, Pastrana, congratulations there. Closer Gordon uh, Carlindes named to the 2018 InTouch Credit Union Conference USA all-academic team. Uh, Pastrana had a great year for Marshall. You look at what Pastrana did, and think of it. Junior led the herd in batting average at 355, runs with 37, hits at 71, home runs were 13 right there, RBI had 50, and his slugging percentage was 620. Also picked off 20 of 37 runners attempting to steal against him. That's good enough for 54%. Had a 989 fielding percentage. Pastrana also has the distinction of starting in all 49 games this year for the Thundering Herd and allowed just two pass balls and six errors all season. So great there for him. Now, Cardenas boasted a impressive 4.0 GPA. That's what you want from your team. You want to see these guys excel in the classroom as well on the field. And that is good for him. His senior year at Marshall in uh, leadership studies. He was tied for the team high with three wins out of the bullpen, led the team in total appearances with 23. His 503 ERA was the best out of all the full time relief pitchers. But you look at what these two have done, and Pastrana is definitely uh, going to have hopefully a, a great senior year. Now, on the volleyball side, New assistant coach added to the coaching staff, a former Winthrop assistant joining the staff for Mitch Jacobs, and it's Giovanni Delivery. He's joining the team, and he coached one year Winthrop, and he had a three-year stint at Florida Tech. Also assisted Florida's first indoor professional women's volleyball team. That was the Florida Wave. Also, he was at... Indian River State College. Now, if you look at some of the players he has coached, the roster for the Wave had players from some of the top programs in the country. Also, some current professional players who came back to the United States. Now, while he's at Indian River State, the Pioneers won 66 games in four seasons, and in 2013, the team earned national recognition in the junior college volleyball poll. Now, 
that's a good pickup, I think, for Mitch Jacobs, adding uh, a little of experience there, someone who um, has some success as well. I really have been impressed with just the ability for Marshall Volleyball just to say, okay, we've got a lot of holes. We've got to start filling it. we got to just reset this thing. At some point in time, we just got to reset this thing and build it anew. It feels like that's what Marshall Volleyball is doing, almost building anew. So uh, that's what's happening today for the Thundering Herd. As we mentioned yesterday, of course, the big news, probably still a lot of people are talking about as the news cycle continues, is C.J. Burks making the announcement yesterday that he is withdrawing from the 2018 NBA draft, going to return to the Thundering Herd. All we're waiting on now is uh, John Elmore to finish his cycle. I think we'll get some news out of him soon, as soon as he's done with going through camps and invited practices and just getting a full evaluation of where he would end up and what he's got to do to make it in the NBA. Unless he just gets a glowing review and first rounder, I think he's coming back. And I still think he's bound for the NBA. I just want him back here first at Marshall. Maybe a little selfish of me. Yeah, it's a little selfish of me. A little selfish everybody. But I think you're going to see what him doing this and maybe C.J. Burks as well. You're going to see what these guys doing this and then it's getting uh, sort of a feel for what it's going to take to make their game better. It's a good it's a good strategy. It really is. I just hate that Ideen Pinova decided to not come back. Instead, it's going to work out elsewhere and try to improve his game. I think Marshall's done a pretty good job of reacting to the loss of Ideen Pinova, but still, I would love to see him come back. He's got potential. He really does. He's he's really improved, and I won't be surprised if he gets on somewhere with the team. I don't know if he's going to be uh, drafted, but I think he can make a team, and from there, it would be interesting to see how far he pro- progresses. I mean, look at his game. You thought, wow another year in the weight room and he would have been probably first teamer defensive player of the year again this would have been this would have been a great banner year for him but he feels that he needs to be elsewhere to to make sure that he's ready for the next level but uh definitely respect cj burke's choice to come back and hopefully john elmore is going to make that decision if not again i'll respect that choice as well uh i think john's given a lot to marshall and you can't fault his uh, choice if he would decide not to return. But I think he's coming back. He's just going through the process right now, which is really smart for these kids. It truly is. And you got to be excited right now. Basketball, a lot of talent. I know people are excited for football, and they should be, but it's been a long while since we've actually had a couple of good teams in both football and basketball. Now, football still got to go and – make that excitement. They've got to go out there and try to reclaim that East Division championship, get it back to the Conference USA championship game. That's their mission, and they might be well-equipped to do that. But basketball, I mean, you only lose Ideen Penova, and I think you have found enough to put back in the roster to really offset that loss. So you have him. You get the official word that Michael Byers is now officially with the team. The team 
would yeah, we knew that. Dan was on the program last week, talked about that. But it's now official now. So you get a six foot ten, one hundred and eighty-five pound junior college transfer coming in, and he's got three years. Hopefully, we'll see some improvement from him the way we did with uh, Idean Peniba. And that's part player and part coaching. You just don't walk onto the court and improve magically like that. He's got to put the work in, but at the same time, he's got to have the coaching to make that a reality. Trust me, I'm excited here. I think this is going to be a good squad for the Thundering Herd. And if you get Elmore coming back, you've got Burks back, you put them together with the new pieces that are coming in, you've got some guys who are going to be competing as well on that roster. I don't think it's out of line to say this is a team that contends for the conference championship again. If not them, where do you go? Who's going to contend for the conference championship in this league? Are you looking at Western Kentucky? You probably need to. Are you looking at middle? You probably need to look their way a little bit. Marshall, I think Western, middle, definite, I'm interested to see who else emerges out of this. But right now, Marshall should be among the favorites, if not the favorite right now, because they're going to come back with virtually everything. But again, different team. They're just losing Ideen Peniva. 304-399-8255 is our local number. Toll free is going to be 877-420-8255. More on the way. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. NBA playoffs continue to be a big win for both uh, TNT and ESPN. Of course, I'm not a big fan of blowouts. I don't like them. Unless it's my team. Then I love them. Yeah, sort of like that. But guess what? You would think that the way some of these games have been going, that the ratings would be a little iffy. Guess what? That's not the case. ESPN sent out a release. They drew their highest-rated conference finals game four in six years for the Cavaliers' victory over the Celtics last night. The telecast delivered a 6-1 metered market rating. That's up 45% from ESPN's coverage of the Western Conference Finals Game 4, which was Golden State in San Antonio. That was a 4.2 in 2017. Also up 15% from the 2017 Eastern Conference Finals Game 4. Also, believe it or not, a Cleveland and Boston matchup, for those of you who forgot so soon, that drew a 5-3. Through four games, ESPN's Eastern Conference Finals coverage is up 23% from its Western Conference Finals series last year and from the 2017 Eastern Conference Finals. Overall, ESPN's 2018 NBA playoffs metered market ratings are up 10% from last year. Those are pretty good numbers. That's pretty solid. Now, why are they tuning in? These games are blowouts, right? Well, that's not an issue. Because I think people are convinced that, guess what? These games are going to be closer. You don't know what's going to happen. It could be a blowout. It could be a blowout, but it could also be close. We don't know what's going to happen. So I think people are tuning in and sticking around a little bit. Um, 
I don't think people are tuning in just to see a close game. I don't think that matters. Matters to me. I, I want to see something close. I want to see something that's entertaining. If Again, if it's not my team doing the hammering of somebody else, then I want to see something competitive. But NBA fans are just wanting to watch the game. They're not watching because it's competitive, it's close. They want to see that. But I think what's happened here is we've seen personalities that are starting to take over. People are tuning in now to see what Kevin Durant's going to do. We're going to see what James Harden's going to do. We want to see what Steph Curry's going to do. LeBron James. How ridiculous was LeBron James last night? That's what we're talking about in the morning. After the game, we're talking about how stupid it was that he just went off and scored all those points. I think that's what we're talking about. And I don't think the final score may be sometimes indicative of how close the game was. That's just it. The fact that at any point you could see LeBron just go off. LeBron could just go outscore you. I'm going to go drop 15 real quick on this. I'm going to go on a 15-0 run. Who's with me? And LeBron will just go out and do it. I think that's what we're seeing is, you know what? I want to see how crazy Steph Curry is. I want to see what Harden does out there. I want to see what LeBron does. And that's that's a great point for the NBA. They're at a point now where they can just watch LeBron. Doesn't matter. Houston, Golden, that that doesn't matter. James Harden, here he is. What's he going to do? Find out tonight. You're not talking about, hey, it's uh, game five, game four. You're not touting any of that stuff. You're just touting the fact that you could watch LeBron just go stupid on somebody and score 40 or 50. Who doesn't want to watch LeBron just go off on somebody? LeBron, go out in the fourth quarter and outscore the other team. That's what we're tuning in for. And that's pretty cool that we've got a a point now where the NBA playoffs, even though I don't think their games are that entertaining, haven't been as competitive as I would like, is at a point where it doesn't matter. If LeBron drops 50, oh, hey, look, look, LeBron dropped 50. Yeah, that's right. Goat, better than Jordan. Those conversations do come up. And so that's a great place to be because you can't really get that in any other sport. I don't think you can. You can't find a sport where you're going to see, unless somebody's just not playing defense, somebody on the other side of a football team just go off and dominate. Uh, And baseball, you might have somebody come up and, and knock it out three or four times, but I don't think that has the same impact. In hockey, nobody's going out there and scoring 41 goals. There's no 12-0 run in hockey. You're not seeing that. Now, you're going to see some really sick goals, and hockey is a completely different sport. I think hockey's where it's got to be competitive. I want to see it. It's got to be. But then again, those guys go out there and play like every game is game seven. I think that's the difference in so many ways. We're tuning into the NBA just because we want to see what James Harden does. I want to see what James Harden does tonight. I'm tuning in. Do I care? 
what the rest of the teams know. I want to see what James Harden does. How does James Harden respond here? Are they taking this thing back to Houston and trying to, or is Golden State, does Steph go off? It's really not Golden State versus Houston. It's Steph. It's Harden. For Cleveland, it's not the other guys. It's LeBron. And if you haven't seen that great spoof a couple weeks ago when James Glover uh, was on Saturday Night Live, you've got to go back and watch that. You've got to go. It's the other Cavaliers. Go look for that. The other Cavaliers. We're going to take our – actually, we're pretty good here. we got a few more minutes to kill here. We are – Head of schedule today here, so uh, we'll give you an opportunity to call the program last few minutes, 304-399-8255, toll-free, 877-420-8255. Donald Glover, I'm sorry, I, blo- I completely. Go catch Donald Glover's video on Saturday Night Live where that is made fun of the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's hilarious. It's the other guys. Go find that. That's that's the NBA mentality right now. It's like the other guys all thanking LeBron for letting them be on the team as he just gets the ball and does all the scoring. So you, you need to find that out and, and check that out. We've got action for you tonight. You're looking for some baseball. Guess what? We have got baseball for you tonight. What would you like? Well, would you like a little... Pirates action, and that's what we got for you. That is coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We'll have to have NBA basketball move to our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So you can find out if James Harden goes off tonight, and that's coming up. We'll have that for you, and we'll have hopefully a – Weather-free game tonight. No weather problems tonight here, and that's coming up tonight. But uh, Houston and Golden State, we get underway at 8 o'clock tonight. They're going to tip off at 9, so we hope you can join us on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And, of course, we hope you join us for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they are taking on Cincinnati Reds tonight. Reds are improved. They're 16 and 32 now. I didn't think they were going to get to 16 anytime soon. So this might be a little bit more competitive. But right now, uh, the Pirates are 26 and 20. Uh, they've dropped off a couple of games. Got to find a way to rebound. Always tough against the Reds. For the last few years, they've just been amazing. The Reds have been a bad team, and they would always find a way to beat the Pirates. So that's coming up tonight. We've got that for you. 6:40 is going to be our airtime right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And that's it. That's what we got for you sports-wise. Now, coming up on the show tomorrow, I'm going to tease it just a little bit. You know, gambling has been legalized. States can now have gambling on sports. Sports betting is a thing. Uh, We're going to... um, We've got a guest coming on tomorrow. We're going to really dig into what this means. So that's what's coming up tomorrow. I'm just going to tease that a little bit for you, and then we'll get into it tomorrow. Also, uh, we're a few days away from the conclusion of the Marcelo Letterman 
auction. It's the uh, memorial scholarship that we're raising money from. And right now you can go onto our website, wrvc.com. You can bid on several items. There's one item right now that it's exceeded everything that I thought it would bring. When we talked about it a couple of days ago on the show, the high bid for the copy, the framed copy of the letter President Richard Nixon sent to Marshall football coach Jack Lingle and some other things that were framed. Uh, we got a high bid of 100 It's now up to 200 the $200 for that's amazing. Also, somebody's going to walk away with that uh, golf outing. You get three courses. You get some room. You get all kinds of different amenities. It's valued at over uh, probably $1,100. And it's at 175 right now. The bag, the golf bag, the Wilson Staff Tour golf bag with the Marshall logos at 70 right now. And... If you want to take an outing out to uh, the West Virginia Power, there's a party package that we've got. It's at 60 right now. That's a $500 value. Somebody's going to walk away with a few steals here. And, of course, all of this benefits the Marcelo Letterman Memorial Scholarship Fund, and that benefits Marshall. That's going to endow a scholarship. For Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.